Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where you go, Auburn fans? Welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm AJ Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to talk about Auburn football. Ben, how you doing? Oh, I'm good, AJ. It's good to be back. Uh, I think the majority of this one, we're talking about Auburn and the NFL, which is uh, is really exciting. One thing I wanted to note, and I'm I'm going to throw you off here, have you watched any of the AA, AAF? The AAF? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that stuff is wild, man. I feel like we have football all year long now. And and it's uh, well, before I felt like we had like things like CFL, but I feel like because we're in at least we are, we're in the north we're in North America, it's not shown as much, nor do we have any like real pool to go like watch the games because we're thinking well, it's some Saskatchewan team over there, and you're just like, whatever, I don't care. And uh, now, because of it being where a lot of these, uh, the fans of college football, it, it just kind of like prolongs the fun of football. And it's pretty legit football. I mean, this is about as legit football as you're going to get outside of college and the NFL. Uh, it's, I kind of view it as like a minor league. But in a way, it's the the best of the best from college that are trying to make it in the NFL, just haven't gotten there yet, or went to the NFL and then come back uh, and are trying to recover from an injury, or uh, just they're they're trying to get figure out themselves as a player. And I think it's a really neat thing that they're doing with AAF. Yeah, I think uh, here in the future, if it if it keeps picking up steam like it has been. We'll have like a segment of Auburn in the NFL, and then we'll have Auburn in the AAF. Yeah, true. I mean, we very much could um, because of just how much fun. I mean, that that's pretty fun to watch. Um, and it's neat when teams like the Birmingham Iron, they have some players from Auburn um, that are playing. And, uh, you know, it's neat to go and see how your players are doing um, at the next level. Uh but let's talk about some NFL uh, players that uh, Auburn has had uh, and some news around them. Uh, one of the main ones, uh, which I thought was uh, pretty neat, so Trey Williams, um, he was a free agent, uh, and he got picked up by the Lions. So now, guess what? He gets to play with On Johnson again. Love um, it. Which I think is pretty cool. Uh, so back at it, back with, uh, him, uh, playing, even though they're on different sides of the ball, uh, pretty neat. Uh, Cody Parkey, uh, he, uh, now got dropped by the bears and, uh, not a huge shock, uh, considering, and, and we were, we were going on right before we recorded and we were like thinking how many times did Cody Parkey this past season hit the upright? It's, it's gotta and, be an NFL record. 
it was it, it, i mean i feel like he had to aim for it with yeah. how many times he hit it he hit it I, six times <laughs> it's amazing six times I, like, I don't even understand how that happens do you, do you have the ball have a seeker like a metal detector and just like ooh, metal touch the metal like what <laughs> i don't know magnets yeah it's all uh, magnets and aliens yeah, you know, they they talked about, you know, deflate gate or helium gate or anything like that and, you know, no. We they put metal in the ball or something or magnets and it just goes right towards it. Well, uh, even even though the Bears didn't make it to uh the playoffs or whatever because of this, I think they blew it by dropping Cody Parkey. And picking up Chris blew it. But um come on. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't we didn't practice that we promise nope that's why it was so bad <laughs> it was so bad so bad we're sorry <laughs> but we had to um and uh another player for auburn uh in the nfl some news about him this is a, a huge one uh d ford um he picked up a huge contract he was at kansas kansas city chiefs uh, but he got picked up by the 49ers, uh, and he has now a five-year, $87.5 million contract. Woo, that's huge. buddy. I mean, Kansas City was about to franchise tag him. Yeah, they were. And uh, but... I think, it, it, I mean, if he had stayed with them, he, he definitely would have been franchised, and that's that's a big deal um, considering people like Cam Newton are franchised. Um, they want to keep you. Uh, and that's pretty impressive for a defensive player to get uh, that. Just showing you how much of an impact he made at Kansas City. That's huge. Uh, let's talk about the NFL draft because uh, this is a big deal coming up. Uh, it's in the end of April, April 25th. and uh, literally one so, month away uh, from the day we're recording. Yes, exactly. So getting you some, uh, some hot takes here. And uh, so we just wanted to talk about some of the guys – uh, that have either went to the NFL Combine or we'll talk about some of the guys that were in uh, Pro Day that were not invited um, from Auburn to go to the NFL Combine. Uh, and just give you our idea of what we're thinking with these guys and what we're thinking they're going to go as, what round, and uh, what we think teams are really going to look for in these players. Uh, first one I want to start out with uh, is Desh- uh, is Darius Slayton and uh we all remember him from this past season uh, being the speedy guy, um, but also, and this is uh, something that we all know he needs to work on, uh, catching that long ball. And uh, I think he's got to prove to NFL scouts uh, and teams that he can make the long catches. Um, but I think also he didn't run a whole bunch of shorter to intermediate routes. So I know while he, I'm sure he does have the talent and has is able to run the shorter routes, we didn't really necessarily use him because we had guys that could run the intermediate routes. Um, so we would say, Darius Slayton, go run long <laughs> or block while we're running the ball. And uh, that's pretty much the, the role and capacity that we used him. Uh, ben, what's your thoughts on Darius Slayton? Uh, I think he's a fantastic wide receiver. Uh, the... The fact that he's going to the NFL does not surprise me at all. Um, I, I was kind of thinking that he was going to go back when we were recapping the season. And that was before he announced. And uh, I, I think he's going to do great in the NFL as well. He's so fast. He's able to catch the deep ball fairly well. He needs to keep his eye on it sometimes. And uh, the one thing that 
we had an issue with was him and Stidham were not always on the same page. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like he got a little frustrated with Stidham either overthrowing or underthrowing him. Yeah, that's so right. If he can get someone with some consistency to hit him in stride, Which you're he's for gonna sure going to get. You're for sure going to get that in the NFL. Yeah, I would love to see him go somewhere like uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers with Big Ben. Mm. I think he'd be lights out there yeah. as a rookie. Uh, another wide receiver uh, that uh, is going to the NFL. Uh, and got invited to the NFL Combine, uh, was Ryan Davis. Uh, just a reminder, he owns he owns it. He owns the Auburn record for the single-season career receptions. Um, and that's, that's a big deal, considering how many great wide receivers we've had. And for him uh, to be able to say, I, for a single season, had the most catches of all time for Auburn. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, he will probably likely go as a free agent, uh, just because he is a little bit undersized for a wide receiver. He'll probably be something like a slot receiver. Uh, but, uh, I mean, he's one of those guys. He, I could see him doing some fantastic speed sweeps or, uh, screens, uh, and then adding in some, uh, some more slant routes or smaller, shorter, intermediate routes. And uh, teams really utilizing his speed uh, because once you get the ball in Ryan Davis's hands, he can make people miss and will get yardage after he touches the ball. Yeah, he uh, he took that record from my man Courtney Taylor. Yeah, and uh, I mean, great great stuff for Ryan Davis. What an Auburn legend! Uh, I think he's definitely get drafted somewhere, or like you said, picked up in free agency. But he'll make the team for sure. Uh, I'm just going to, for every single player, give where I think they're going. And so I would love to see Ryan Davis play for the Green Bay Packers because I think that would be a perfect fit. I I could see that too. I'd like that. Uh, Then another one that uh, went to the NFL Combine, uh, Deshaun Davis, my man. Um, From being a big linebacker, he broke the 4-4-40 dash mark. He got 4.39 seconds. I'm super proud of him. Uh, for doing that and just showing how quick he is. Um, not only can he hit and can he play defense, but he can hit somebody. Um, and uh, I'm really excited about seeing what he can do in the NFL. Um, it's likely he's going to go fourth to like sixth round uh, while being a smaller linebacker. Uh, he could be a great outside linebacker, draw back into coverage every once in a while. And uh, really just he he has a really good sense for where the ball is going. And uh, being a smart guy, uh, I think could be a very big asset for an NFL team. I would love to Sean, who uh, just a great defensive player to stay around the hometown and play for your Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, OK, I can see that. Uh, give me one story or one thing that you're going to remember about Deshaun Davis. Uh, can I put it down to just one? I feel I don't like know. his the culmination of his leadership throughout the season. Like you can't see a, more of like a a player that just encapsulated the Auburn spirit and laid it all out on the field. Yeah, that's true. Then there's just too many times where Deshaun brought out that leadership, and it, maybe you can narrow it down. You've been thinking this. Give me your best, yeah. your best experience, your best memory. So obviously, his leadership. Because being uh, on the defensive side of the ball, you need a leader. And being a linebacker, he was able to move people around. 
I I still love that he, no matter what, was just a consistent player and getting, uh, it seemed like almost every single game, the most tackles uh, were close to the most tackles uh, of anybody on our team. And showing consistency, no matter the the team that we're playing, he's going to go out there and he's going to make uh, guys – uh, try to make a move on him and you know what he's he's gonna get him he's gonna tackle him and uh in his senior year he had 112 tackles um and very impressive over his whole career of getting 262 tackles um just knowing where the ball is gonna be um doing his film study uh and finding what are the tendencies of the offense and i think that's a huge asset um that uh, deshaun davis can be for that I feel like every time he took off his helmet, you could see how hard he was hitting guys because, like, the imprint of the pads in the helmet were <laughs> on his face. Yeah. <laughs> like, that that guy is someone that I would never want to be hit by. And no. uh, mm. NFL running backs and quarterbacks are going to be scared yeah. when Deshaun well, Davis is in town. I'm going to butcher the line, but he almost is like a sales pitch for himself. He, was, he pretty much was saying, hey, teams if you don't pick me you're gonna be playing against me <laughs> and i was like yeah I, I don't i don't that's not a great idea i mean he, he's he's gonna be a, a very instrumental player on whatever he ends up landing where are you thinking deshaun davis is gonna land i'm i'm saying in atlanta man keep oh him, yeah, yeah keep right. him home yeah i would i would love to see the falcons win more games you know more than three that'd be awesome i get and, some more uh, zaxby's chicken <laughs> yes even though it's crappy chicken but it, you know you know anytime i can get free chicken it's good chicken <laughs> <laughs> it, True. every weekend that uh the falcons won i i got a free sandwich so hey love it take it uh we also had another guy on the defensive side of the ball uh dontavius russell uh he's a defensive tackle for auburn uh likely to go around fourth or seventh round um He's been a very consistent uh, guy, but overall, I didn't really think of him as a guy that was the big-time playmaker, um, like a D Ford or a Carl Lawson that you could rely on uh, when you really needed somebody to get into the backfield uh, and disrupt a play. Um, but overall, pretty solid player. Um, what What are you gonna? Uh, what do you think about Deshaun, uh, Dontavious Russell? No, I think Dontavious Russell is still uh pretty pretty prime time and I was actually thinking that he would go to Kansas City and huh. kind of uh fill in the spot where D Ford is left. Possibly, yeah. Sure. So that's that's what I'm saying. That would be pretty that, neat if he could uh get a spot over at uh Kansas City uh kind of carry on the Auburn legacy over there. In in my uh Auburn is the central point of the entire universe mind. Uh, that's where I'm having him go. <laughs> okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, we also had Jamel Dean. Uh, he's a cornerback and, uh, he at the NFL combine, uh, ran a 4.3, 4.3 40 yard dash. Um, which let's, let's just sit back and remember some of his history. Uh, he has had three knee surgeries. And for a guy to have three knee surgeries and run a 4.340 and be in the NFL combine just in and of itself is very impressive. And the resilience of a guy like Jamel Dean, uh, as long as he can keep those knees healthy 
and not having any other injuries, I really think he could be one of the best cornerbacks in all of college or, or in the NFL. Um, this guy's got the speed. He's got the um, just an idea of where the ball is going to go and can read the quarterback's eyes. Um, I think he, he could possibly go um, pretty well um, into probably even up to like the maybe third, maybe second round if he's uh, lucky enough. Um, what do you think about Jamel Dean and where he's going to go? I, I think I'm going to miss Jamel Dean a lot <laughs> this next year. Uh, as far as where he's going to go, for whatever reason, uh, I remember like the Arizona Cardinals and their defensive mm. old where they were just they were just stout and they were always able to go up and pick the ball. Mm, and uh, like so it. I'm I'm remembering that with my nostalgic uh, mind and saying Jamel Dean goes back and takes Arizona Cardinals to greatness again. That would be awesome. Uh, see him uh, put on a red and white jersey and uh, play over there. Not Crimson. I didn't say Crimson, guys. I did nope. not say Crimson. I said red and white. <laughs> it's okay. Arizona's a cool team. Yeah. Uh the last player that we had goes to the NFL combine was Jarrett Stidham. Uh, while his 40 time wasn't great at 4.81, uh, he in and of himself was uh, very accurate um, in, in passing. I think he was like 48 uh, or he, he was, he was really high. Like his percentage of passes was extremely high, um, which is what we expect come to expect out of him. Uh, he knows where to pass the ball. Um, rarely, if ever, uh, it throws the ball directly to a receiver. If he does, he gives himself a lot of heartache just by himself. He doesn't need anybody else to do it. And uh, I think uh, we've talked about him a little bit, but uh, I think the thing that he needs to work on is uh, his scrambling ability. And once he's able to scramble a little bit, uh, that gives him uh, a lot more confidence um, with what he can do uh, when the pocket is collapsing. Yeah. I, uh, I think I've said this probably a million times, but I'll keep saying it. If New Orleans doesn't pick up Jarrett Stidham, they've missed out on you know <laughs> probably the next next franchise guy for their team. For I, I think he could play there for ten years. Yeah, if he could, yeah. if he could learn from Drew Brees, he fits that system so well because he's a little bit immobile, but he's not really. Yeah, but he's he's mobile enough to move around, and the the way that Drew Brees runs that offense is very similar to the way that I think. Jarrett Stidham could run that offense. And so yeah. if they just keep that kind of going, that would that would be my number one pick for him of where to go. Yeah. And that wraps up the NFL Combine. And uh, those are more than likely the guys that will get drafted uh, in the NFL Combine. But we also did have our Auburn Pro Day. Um, so we, we've seen plenty of times where guys don't get invited to the NFL Combine but perform extremely well in front of the scouts during Auburn's pro day and obviously throughout their uh, career at Auburn uh, enough to catch the eye and uh, get, uh, I could see a lot of these picking up some great free agency uh, from all these fantastic teams in the NFL. Uh, So we had uh, Montavious Atkinson, uh, Tucker Brown, uh, Chandler Cox, um, which I was thinking maybe he he could potentially go to the NFL and uh, be an H back, but I don't you know, I don't know how much that's needed in the in the NFL. Prashi Prosh went to the Texans. Mm, yeah. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
Um, but I've heard that Chandler Cox is kind of eyeing for special teams in the NFL, which now I'm thinking back on it. He did a whole ton for our special teams, especially on kickoffs. Um, and I could see him being a fantastic guy, especially on your hands team. I would trust that guy, um, to scoop the ball up, uh, especially on these like very bouncy, uh, squib kicks or onside kicks. For sure. You know what? I would love to see Chandler Cox go to the Carolina Panthers. If they could just pick him up because they have McCaffrey back there as a running back, they could use another blocker and Cam has no one to throw to. (laughs) So like Chandler Cox being able to block and then roll off for a pass. So true. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. And he did a fantastic job of that at Auburn um, where he looks like he's about to block and nobody picks him up and he rolls out for a 20 yard pass down the sideline. Uh, we also had obviously Deshaun Davis and Ryan Davis. Um, one thing that I'm going to remember about Ryan Davis, and I've, I've kind of alluded to it a little bit, but not only was he the single season leader in number of catches or receptions that he had, but he and Stidham had this incredible connection. Uh, they now, and they've had this, um, they have the number one, uh, or the most catches between two people in Auburn history at 154 career catches. Um, and that is crazy. I mean, I, I've said it before, but Ryan Davis doesn't look like a guy that you'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely, Ryan Davis is going to be your your go-to guy. You'd probably think, oh, it's going to be you know Darius Slayton or a bigger guy. But for to be Ryan Davis and Ryan Davis to perform so well, um, while he was here at Auburn, um, I mean, I think he's going to be instrumental uh, in what he can do in the NFL. For sure. Uh, we also had Jamel Dean. Um, he also went to the, the combine. And uh, then we had Dontavious Russell, Darius Slayton, and uh, Jared Stidham. Um, Jared Stidham had a great day. He was 48 of uh, 50 on uh, on his passes. Um, which is what he was trying to, he's trying to be as accurate as possible because that's incredibly important in the NFL. Uh, we also had uh, Andrew Williams and Daryl Williams uh, at the uh, Auburn Pro Day. Uh, of the guys outside of the uh, ones that went to the NFL uh, combine, who are you thinking um, will get picked up and be uh, instrumental in wherever, whichever team they pick up or picks them up? Mm. Yeah, it's between Montavious Atkinson and Chandler Cox, and I just have to lean towards Chandler Cox because of the diversity that he's been able to show. Uh, since he's not just a, like a one-trick pony, he can he can block, he can catch, he can do a little bit of running. I wouldn't say to do that. <laughs> no. Uh, and like what you said, sure-handed. Uh, I think going on a special teams would be very very easy for him. I think being part of the actual offensive lineup is highly possible for him as well. Sure. And, and if they see his capability of, if you pass it to him, Chandler Cox will find a way to catch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Chandler Cox has got to be the, the guy that he's, he may, while he may not get drafted, uh, he, whichever team picks him up as a free agent, uh, they're, they're in for a treat. Um, because if anything, Chandler Cox was also a great leader in the, um, locker room, uh, and 
I'm sure he can also do that uh, in the NFL, even if he doesn't play a prominent role on the offense. Yeah, he can be there rooting on the guys, um, even if he only steps on the field for special teams plays. You know, Chandler Cox is not huge, uh, but the Patriots just lost Gronk, so mm. <laughs> he could even go there. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I uh, I, I don't know if that's it. like a. I, but, I don't know if that's necessarily like a perfect pick, perfect fit for him, but maybe. He he plays the same type of like roll out and catch yeah. type role. Yeah, he's just not as big as Kronk. <laughs> no, he's wouldn't fill those shoes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody, at least right now, uh, coming out of college, is going to be able to fit fill the shoes that Gronk, you know, his big old feet had. I'm just saying though, Chandler Cox could be a mini Gronk. Hey, I mean, I could see it a little bit. Uh, ben, any other thoughts about uh, Auburn players going into the NFL uh, before we go? Uh, you know, it's always exciting in spring practice when you feel like there's not a lot going on, but then you sit down and look at it and realize there's still a ton of moving pieces to keep an eye on. I'm uh, I'm really glad we have this podcast to, to kind of discuss those. And as we lead up to the NFL draft, which is only, you know, four weeks away at this point, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be good to kind of put one eye on spring practice and the other on the guys moving forward into the next level, and then uh, in our spare time we can, you know, cross eyes and watch the AAF. So, so yeah. much to so much to keep up with. It's uh, it's a good time. Hey, and don't forget about March Madness over the next. Oh few goodness, weeks. woo! It's gonna be fun. Watch out, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ben. Before we go, do you want to give them your social media so they can stay in contact with you? Sure, you guys can find me anywhere on social media at B-E-N-K-1-N-G. And you can find me on Twitter at A-J-A-Y-J-A-Y underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?